to share with us something that I've titled um, God's Word, our sure word, our final authority. God's Word, our final authority. Um, if we think about our, um, our daily lives, um, you know, what actually has the final authority in our lives? You know, there's so many things around us today. There are thoughts raging through our minds daily. There are people in the world giving us advice, talking to us in our places of work, in our businesses, in our families, in our homes, for those in school, wherever we find ourselves, there are different things. And then, of course, which should actually be the most important for us, um, there's God's word. So what do we actually have as our final authority? Um, John chapter 8, verses 31 to 32, KJV says, Then Jesus said to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. God's word is the one place where we should be able to get every answer that we need everything that we need to think about, everything that we need to consider in life. But really, what are we making our final authority? Um, sorry, one second, please. When we say uh, uh, God's word being our final authority, what does that mean? It means believing what God's word says instead of believing what people, what the situation, what our head may be telling us when we face different things in life. Um, I want us to uh, 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 just look at something. You know, when it comes to our walk with God, I want us to see it like a school. You know, when you go to school, you go with a heart, with a mind to learn. You get opened up to say, okay, what's coming at me today? What are the things I need to prepare for next? And things like that. We need to continually be ready to learn, unlearn, and relearn. You know, we've come to understand that revelation knowledge is progressive. So we should never put ourselves in a place where we stop learning or ever think that we've totally gotten everything that we need to understand. You know, being in a school as a believer, over the years, we have things that we have learned, things that we have grown up with. But then again, there are some of these things that I'm sure if, we, if where you sit right now, if you think back to some things that you knew when you first got born again, a lot of them have either been debunked or better still been made clearer to you today. So when I say learn, unlearn and relearn, we should continually be ready for more of that which we'll grasp through God's word, uh, uh, be it in our own personal um, uh, study of the word, or when we hear, hear God's word from the pulpit. I want us to take a look at a couple of, a, a few people in God's word to give us um, a bit of, uh, is it perspective? I'll call it in that sense to what I'm talking about today. If we go to um, 1 Kings and chapter 11, 
you know um solomon was someone who had you know experienced god in a in an awesome way he had um he had been given wisdom to live his his life so you know if we look at it sometimes you know it, it's not quote and unquote all just about the giftings that we have in god but how are we handling those giftings how are we working with those giftings in first kings 11 um verses 9 and 10 it says that and the lord was angry with solomon because his heart was turned from the lord god of israel which had appeared unto him twice and had commanded him concerning this thing that he should not go after other gods but he kept not that which the lord commanded this was solomon who had walked with god had been able to tell people things had been able to open people up to things but see the latter end of solomon at the ending of the day um it, it, he didn't it, it's not as though um uh uh how do i put it he ended up walking away from god so you know we can like i said already we can have the giftings of god we can have the understanding of god but how are we handling these things if we go to uh matthew chapter 14 matthew chapter 14 um you know this uh the the matthew chapter 14 22 down to 32 but I'm only going to read part of it. You know, um, this is where uh, uh, Jesus called, Peter asked Jesus. Okay, so verse 28 says, and Peter, answered, um, and Peter answered unto him, Lord, if it, be, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried saying lord save me and immediately jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him O thou of little faith wherefore didst thou doubt and when they were come into the ship the wind ceased you know just like for peter as we sit today as we stand today as we walk today with god instructions will come but unlike peter we don't we unlike peter did at that point in time we cannot give room for the things that surround us to sway us from what god's word says we must have scriptures that we are holding on to in giving the word the final authority we must have scriptures that we are holding on to part-time you know for some of us we may have areas where you know maybe it's our health maybe it's our finances maybe it's our our, our, our ability uh uh you know, to trust God concerning uh, maybe the area of evangelism or how we relate with people or whichever area of life. We must have scriptures that we are holding on to. We must be able to remind ourselves of instructions that have gone on to, gone ahead of us, prophecies that have gone ahead of us. Hold on to them, continually go back to them and ensure that they are fulfilled in our lives. The challenges will surely come and so will the winds, but the winds will only come when we choose to stay with God's word time and again. What will make these situations around us seem so loud, so overwhelming, a lot of times is where our focus lies. Does our focus lie on God's word? Are we looking at that situation, that lack, or are we focused on God's word? 
what's that scripture that we are holding on to per time concerning whatever area concerning promotion concerning our financial need are we staying with that scripture and holding declaring it in faith or are we just allowing things that come at us just like that storm that came at peter to move us we need to be able to stand fast you know i i was uh, um speaking with someone on the phone a couple of days and you know we both got reminded of where people you know physically put the bible on the ground and stand on top of it and say i'm standing on the word is that our situation part-time are we choosing to not physically but in us stay with the word not allow what people are saying what things are saying around us to move us it's not about how long you may have stayed with some of those things for some of us we would have said maybe in our 20s this is what i want to have achieved and then maybe you're already in your 30s and you may not have achieved those things but are you staying with what the word says concerning us about those things as believers we should be ready to you know learn and unlearn things will come for us to be able to grasp hold of but we need to be able to be open to learn those things our knowledge our understanding of god and his word is what will help us when those storms rage just like in the case of peter what we know to say what we know to do are the things that will carry us through each and every one of these circumstances you know we 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 saw uh, we've already talked about solomon we've talked about peter the storms will rage the challenges will come we can't say that okay um, no it was too overwhelming there's nothing that is more than what god's word can do god's word has given us that thing that will help us to stand and that is a, a, a specific scriptures there's nothing that we are facing today that you know the word doesn't cover for that the word doesn't give us uh, a, a particular scripture or something to hold on to concerning um isaiah 50 let me just go through to isaiah 50 um verses The KJV says, um, um, from verse 7, For the Lord God will help me, therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint, and I know that I shall not be ashamed. He is near that justifieth me. Who will contend with me? Let us stand together. Who is mine adversary? Let him come near to me. Um, the the message translation says, um, and the master God says right there, stays right there and helps me. So I am not disgraced. Therefore, I set my face like flint, confident that I'll never regret this. My champion is right here. Let's take our stand together. Who dares bring a suit against me? Let him try. Look, the master God is right here. You know, God is there for us. How are we holding on to God being there for us? 
He has actually given us everything that we need. We must be determined to stand our ground, just like Isaiah said. Set our faces. It is the word or it is the word. If we look again at Peter, you know, Peter was a disciple of Jesus, a follower of Jesus. And in that sense, quote and unquote, my terms, he had the, the word right there with him. But aside from what happened in Matthew 14, you know, he later betrayed Jesus. But you know, Peter didn't, you know, uh, uh, wallow in self-pity. He didn't allow himself to just stay there. He didn't give up because of his mistake. No. When things are come to us, when we step out of line, we can't afford to just drop off the bus in that sense. We need to get back on track, know what we did, understand where we went wrong, and get back on course. Like Isaiah said, we set our faces like a flint. God is not going to forsake us or leave us hanging. We must trust him against all odds, against all that we can see, hear all that we know mentally. We must know his word in us, for his word will give us the answer to every situation. It's that same word that has brought us thus far. You know, in, uh, in, uh, in our um, midweek services in Okota, we're currently looking at, you know, physical and mental health. And, you know, one of the things that we looked at a couple of weeks back was that it's God's word that brought us into salvation. It's our faith in God's word that brought us into salvation. We had faith. That was where we were able to say and declare that we trust, we acknowledge Jesus as Lord and Savior. So how is it that we don't align that or we have not gotten to align that concerning other areas of our lives? It's that word that has brought us this far. And it's that same word that we need to look into to hold on to specifics concerning and continue this work continue be ready to do the learnings the unlearnings the relearnings so that we can move on to the next stage on to the next step if we look at abraham romans 4 tells us that he believed against hope imagine having to plan for a child at that age of life you know it was around 75 or so that you know I mean, at 75, if we say give or take, Sarah was about 10 years or so. So because uh, uh, they eventually had um, Isaac, I believe Abraham was 100, Sarah was 99. So there's about uh, 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 just a couple of years in that sense, space between both of them. So Abraham at 75, Sarah is maybe about 73, 74. I mean, she's gone past her time anyway. So, you know, imagine having to plan towards a child from then. Yes, there were the issues between the 75 and the 100 when the child came, but you know, that would actually need them. He didn't just have to plan for a child. There was name change. We need to, we need to be open for the changes that will come. You know, we were praying back in May during our, our, our one month of prayer focus in Okota. And, you know, one of the things that we prayed about was that we should, be, we should be open, we should be ready, we should be set to embrace the big things that God has ahead of us. Part time, God will have things planned for us. Part time, God will want to, in different times, God will want to move us into new things. 
Do we have God's word as our final authority to be able to say, I'm ready for that next thing? For whatever direction that God wants us, wants to take us in. Genesis uh, uh, 18, verse 9 to 15. You know, that was where, uh, uh, you know, Sarah heard, um, you know, the, the, the visitors came to Abraham and Sarah heard she would bear a child. She laughed, but she ended up denying that she laughed about it. I want to believe that between both of them, they must have actually had to sit down, discuss, talk about this word that has come to them and, you know, did what they could to hold on to it. And eventually, Isaac came. You know, going back to uh, uh, Genesis 15, God had come to Abraham and reiterated his word to him that he would have his own seed. But it got all the way from that 79 and so on and so forth. That's that, that's like a bridge between uh, uh, um, almost about six, seven chapters before that which they got came to pass. That's like a 25 or so year space. How many years have some of us waited? I'm not saying yes, we should wait for years. But what we know, what we understand about God's word is what will help us. We need to stay focused on it. We need to hold on to it. No matter the storms that rage, no matter the things that come at us, we must know and understand that God is always doing things. It may take time, but he is working on our behalf. There may be a reason as to why some of these things happen the way they happen, but our major focus should be on what the word says and what God is doing, where he's taking us to part-time. If we go back to Peter, you know, he didn't stay there, like I said already. So what is that word that we are using to hold on to? Because Peter must have, you know, picked him, must have had something. Jesus told him, told him rather, that he is the, he is the rock on which the church is founded. He must have gone back to things that Jesus told him and used those to move forward. He was the one that sat down with the disciples and started what the church as we know it today is. So what's that thing that we are holding on to? What's that scripture, that prophecy that, you know, we've been given? You know, this week alone, we've been reminded that God loves us and his word is our total, complete uh, 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 thing to hold on to, irrespective of who we are or what we do or have done. He loves us and as in, he loves us as individuals and will go all out for us. We also heard that we have the Holy Spirit as our teacher, our guide, our counselor. Every and any situation that we, that we, we face, he is there with us. The more we walk with him, the more we talk with him, the more clarity that we will have concerning things. He will make things plain to us. As I said earlier, when we know the truth, when we walk with the Holy Ghost, it sets us free. He sets us free the more. There's more understanding for everything that we are going to. We're also reminded that God's word is our firm foundation. When we see the word and its entire package as our textbook, as our manual for this life, the class, the school of life will not seem as heavy 
as burdensome as it may be. Every man who ever walked on earth as a believer or one who had a relationship with God had their own share of challenges. What is it then that you as an individual is facing? Matthew 19, 26, Genesis, uh, uh, Genesis um, 18, 14 also reiterates that to us, tells us, um, I want to read the Matthew 19, 26 says, but Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. What are those things? There's nothing too hard for our God. The answers lie, for me, I want to believe that the answers lie more with us than with our Father, as he has given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, as we are told in 2 Peter 1.3. We have it all already. It's what we do with what we have. God's written word that counts, that will help us for every level, for every stage we find ourselves in. You know, we have the opportunity part-time to reconsecrate ourselves. When you find yourself uh, uh, in that sense falling, why not just take a moment, sit still and reconsecrate yourself and tell God to help you to move on. Tell him that you want to have his word as your final authority. The, the peace comes. We'll find that his peace, the stability will come when we do that. It will help us to, to, to balance, especially where we sit at present. We'll be able to overcome and stand as more than conquerors, as the overcomers that we are in Christ Jesus. Um, in closing, I'd like to read to us a scripture that uh, Pastor Oba still reminded us about recently. And, you know, it, it's one of those scriptures that, you know, especially with where our country is at present, you know, I remind myself of it and it helps me every other. Um, Jeremiah 17, verses 7 to 8. The KJV says, Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord, that trusteth in the Lord, and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters, and that spreadeth, spreadeth out her roots by the river, and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaves shall be green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. The message translation for that place um, says, Blessed is the man who trusts me, God, the woman who sticks with God. They are like trees replanted in Eden, putting down roots near the rivers, never a worry through the hottest of summers, never dropping a leaf, serene and calm through droughts, bearing fresh fruit every season. The New International Reader's Version says, But I will bless anyone who trusts in me. I will do good things for the person who depends on me. They will be like a tree planted near water. It sends out its roots beside a stream. It is not afraid when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It does not worry when there is no rain. It always bears fruit. What is it that we have as our final authority? When we have God's word as our final authority, we will not only experience peace, we will not only experience 
stability. We will not only experience joy, but in the midst of heat, in the midst of dryness, we will flourish. We will bear fruit. We will move forward. We will move in leaps and in bounds. We will know what to do, how to do it, and when to act. We will have answers to seemingly confusing situations, to situations where others may not know what to do. We will know of a surety and say, God is my help. Our Father, our God, we thank you for your word today. Thank you for as we choose to make your word our sure word, our final authority, we will indeed experience your peace. We will indeed experience stability. We will indeed be able to say that you are our help no matter what we face. We will indeed bear fruit. We will indeed not see drought, but flourish at every point in time. We give you praise and glory, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for staying with me this morning. Do have a blessed and fruitful day in Jesus' name.